Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, there we are. Yes, Isaac Petrie. Iron Petrie, how was going on, man? Iron Petrie, how you doing, I'm Reverend? Good. How y'all doing? Good to see everybody that's on with us this afternoon. We are going to make sure that we take full advantage of your time. We're going to dive in, going to be real quick. And um, want to also pause, though, before we do. And thank you for those of you that have been messaging us or me in particular, sending me messages about you're so glad that we're doing this, talking about this kind of stuff to keep doing it. Those of you that have said this has been so enlightening to you and helpful to you. And just know, listen, we are grateful because this is why we do Kingdom Conversations. And um, this is why my brother and I have, have endeavored to just take some of our conversations to a social media platform because you know, we talk all the time about different things in, in, in our churches. We talk about a different thing, a lot of things, but we're just going to get some conversations out and they're kingdom conversations. They're not worldly conversations, so we're not going to have them the world's way. We're not going to get in strife, contention and fussing and fighting and bickering or you will be deleted because <laughs> that's just there's no use in having that in the kingdom. How are you going to be in the kingdom? and start, you know, uh, demeaning one another. So, but we're going to be talking about how you should vote and what you should vote for. We're going to definitely tell you. So you just stay tuned because we're going to tell you what to vote for <laughs> in just a minute. Hey, you, anything you want to say before we dive on here, bro, and get started? Uh, no, I'm good, man. I'm, I'm okay. I'm Let's Listen, if you have a conversation, if you have a question, um, we are we will allow that at the very end for you to just put Q beside it so that um, we can magnify that up on the screen and we will try to get in if we don't talk too long. So now. We're headed up November the 3rd, <laughs> one of the most important elections of a lifetime uh, as for me as I've been on the planet because we have for the first time in history such diametrically opposed um, directions for the country. Now, I want to say this, and then we're going to get into platforms, policies, and what you should be voting for if you are a not just a believer, but a citizen. So now, first of all, Pastor Iron, you and I have been involved in this for a long time. Um, we're not just coming to the party in the middle of this. Like I said, I have chaired um, two political action uh, committees. So I've been involved in this arena for over a decade. And so um, now when it comes to voting, let me just walk you a little bit through my journey and then hopefully you will, you know, subscribe to this type of ideology. First of all, 18 years of age out of high school, I'm able to vote. And, uh, the first election I believe that came up was 1988 and, 
And so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to vote. And all you're told is to go vote that, you know, go vote. But not only were you told to go vote, I was told you just go vote Democrat. That's what you do. You just go vote for a Democrat. And we're talking about the, the national election. And even when it came to local and statewide elections, just vote for a Democrat because we Democrats. Well, you know, you grow up in a family. You're OK. So you just go vote Democrat. Then I never will forget 1995. I'm sitting in a service and um, and while I'm sitting. Your toast in, is ready. I uh, say <laughs> so your toast is ready. <laughs> yeah, well, no. <laughs> Next messages. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so I'm sitting in a service. And this is crucial, though, because this is really serious. I'm sitting in a service in 1995. And I heard the speaker, even though they were preaching the gospel, they begin to talk about, you know, the responsibility that we have in a nation. Mm-hmm. And that part of that responsibility is voting and making sure that we cast a, a God ordained kingdom vote. And they said, you can't do that. And here was the word, unless you know the platforms of the individuals or parties you're voting for. And I never will forget sitting in that service talking about platform. What is a platform? I've never, ever looked at a platform. I've never even known there was a platform. (laughs) I just went to go vote and just vote, you know, the way I was raised to vote. And that's not a knock on my mother or anything. You know, that's that's the that's basically how most African-Americans, just to be quite honest, were raised to do. So I remember platform and I was like. And and so they stress the importance of knowing what you're voting for and and how to cast a kingdom vote. So I was like, wow. So then I begin to dive into just some knowledge about some things in a platform. And it has totally changed the way I vote from. So from that moment forward in 1995. I have always voted for what I felt like was the best platform for for me to support as a minister of the gospel, as a kingdom citizen, as a man of God for a nation and for what I believe was my moral compass. So the reason I brought that up is because I know many of you out there are the same way or many that we're watching. You're casting votes. You're going to vote. Many are not voting. I've talked to several people that haven't voted, didn't vote last time because, you know, you don't know what you're voting for. And I just think to do that is is reckless. I think it's very negligent to do that. So what we want to do today is give you the platform. That's how you vote. Now, we're not going to go down the whole platform because you're going to have to do it. (laughs) I'm not going to do it for you. You're going to have to go look these things up, but I'm going to point you into the direction and then show you a template that I use. You don't have to use it, just that I use to come up with 
the platform that matters to me as a man of God and as a citizen of the United States. And then that's how I determine my vote. So when I talk about what you should vote for, I'm not going to come on here and tell you, you need to vote for that. 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 We got a whole lot of that. And that's how people start fussing and fighting. No, Mm -hmm. what I'm saying is that platform is what you should be voting for. (laughs) And so I'm going to give you these, how to find these platforms. And that's what you should be voting for. It's the platform and the policy that people bring to the table. It's not necessarily the person, because whether you like the person or don't like the person, they're going to go in and push that platform. And so you can like the person, but if you don't like the platform, then no matter how you like the person, I can't deal with the platform. And then you cannot like the person below the platform. So no matter how you don't like the person, you can support the platform. And then you got to decide what's more important to you. And so, Pastor Iron, that I wanted to give them that foundation, because if I'm not mistaken, it could have been me that taught you how to do it or taught you. Now, bro, when you go vote now, you got to you got to I don't know. I'm just saying it it couldn't have been. But I I believe I passed that knowledge down to you. (laughs) But anyway, I'm just joking. So explain, expound on that a little bit and then we'll dive into um, kind of unpacking some of this, how they can find these platforms. No, I think you've expounded on it uh, well enough. I think that's 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 as good an explanation as really is necessary because uh, you've covered it. You've covered the reason why we we do this. You know, like I've said all along, covered in really one statement: freedom. The price of freedom will always be vigilance. That when a people are free. That means they're going to have to educate themselves and be vigilant because that freedom is always going to be under attack. And it's always going to be something that uh, powers that be um, gradually eat away at. at. So mm-hmm. so we have to do the hard work. Like you were talking about, you know, learning those party platforms meant uh, making a kingdom vote. And it sounded like to me as you were talking, you know, a kingdom vote sounded like an educated or intelligent vote. It was very close, right. <laughs> you know, a vote. You, you you know you're right, bruh. And and let me let you speak to something because um I, I wanted to interject because I think you can speak to this probably better than I can in an articulate manner. I first of all, I'm confused, just like uh, but I can't blame people because I was there too until I showed up at oh, that yeah. sermon and heard that sermon. Um First of all, I'm confused now that I have the knowledge of how many people take this lightly mm-hmm. and act like, you know, Christians shouldn't even be really concerned about these things. Christians shouldn't even be involved in politics. And and I and I agree from the standpoint of just politics, because politics is a dirty game. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a it's a muddy thing. We're, but government and rule. And order in the earth is a kingdom thing. And since we got to deal with men to work with, understanding that from a kingdom level um, and how to vote to put that in position, I'm confused now in this age with such knowledge of why people are still hesitant to talk about this or don't want to talk about it or even educate themselves in this area. Why do you think that is? 
Oh, that's that's a big question. But I think people more than anything, people are turned off by the polarization that comes with the discussion of politics. Mm -hmm. I think I think a lot of people are turned off by the fact that usually when you talk about politics, it's like opening up a can of 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 worms. It's like people you, you're opening Pandora's box with people. And so people tend to people tend to want to stray away from uh, in the name sometimes as Christians in the name of being peace loving people. You know, and so as believers, we believe, you know, of course, that we are to be uh, children who seek peace. We are to be people who are are, are not given to uh, behaving in a certain in a certain way, in a certain manner. And so we kind of we kind of shy away from those types of discussions. And so I think to a great degree, it's the fighting, it's the bickering, it's the polarization. And it's also over the course of time, there have been a, a proliferation of a lot of misconceptions about politics, political parties, what they did or didn't do, who's responsible for this or that, that was bad and, and oppressive or this, that. And over the course of time, that would take a long time to unpack. But over the course of time, people kind of entrench themselves in these positions and they don't want to they don't want to do the hard work of having to get in there and really untie a lot of these knots. And so I think people are kind of uh, they, they become very pessimistic about the political process that I've seen. I've heard a lot of people talk about how they're very they're very pessimistic about the fact that whether their vote even counts. So why even go vote? Because they think there's some other dark shadowy uh apparatus out there that's really determining the results and everybody everybody seems to hold this uh, seemingly vague idea of how things work so they don't they don't want to get involved in it and people are turned off by it uh but i think like you said it's a very dangerous position to take because if history has taught us anything if if a free people are going to neglect their responsibility and just turn over the decision making into the hands of a, a self-appointed or self-anointed elite, their freedom is not going to last very long. So, right. so, we, so we've got to be people who are vigilant. We've got to be people who are educated and we can't afford to take that position, that kind of laissez-faire position that you just described uh, about these things. Especially as kingdom people, because Absolutely. if we don't control it, then it's just left by the world and we oh, yeah. will be forced to live under all of these ungodly laws. So. Mm -hmm. So now here is what you should vote for. You should be voting for a platform. Now, um, I don't know if this will show up on the screen, but I'm going to try it. That is the Democrat Party platform for 2020. Yeah. OK. Uh, now, this is several pages long. Ninety two. You, <laughs> you just need to go to Democrat Convention. You can see it up at the top dot com. And when you go to democratconvention.com, you're able to pull up the Democrat Party platform. Now, once again, <laughs> I'm not asking you to do a deep dive and read every page of the platform unless you want to do that. <laughs> there are other things you can Google where you just get the highlights of just what Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to try to implement if they get elected. You have to know that. If you don't know that, then how can you vote? And um, and so what you should be voting for is if you agree with what is in this platform. This is the vision 
of the Democrat Party. This is the vision of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. See, this is why. See, to me, you got to notice because sound bites, interviews, all of that stuff is people going to put their best foot forward. They're going, oh, yeah. you know, they're going to polish everything and sound like everything. But this platform is what has been drafted by their whole party, committee, conventions, leaders. This is what they're going to be pressured to push and, and inject. And that's why I've never been confused about anything that's happened out of parties, because no matter what they say or don't say, they're going to end up trying to implement that agenda. Why? Because they got big money behind it. They got oh, yeah. big corporations behind it. They got big lobbying groups behind it. Why? Because they all help to draft a platform. Yes. So now go find out that platform. OK, find out high points of things that matter to you. And then, of course, you've got the Republican platform. And this is going to confuse you a little bit because that is the Republican Party platform for 2020. Mm -hmm. Even though it says 2016, you want to know why? Because they did not draft a new platform for 2020. They said we're going to stick with the same platform and just update it. So instead of the Republican Party or basically President Trump putting forth a new platform, they stuck with the 2016 platform. But what they did come up with was President Trump's agenda for 2020. Should he get elected? These are the things that he said he would implement. You can find that. Just go online. You can go to any of the the Republican Party platforms. You can go to uh, Donald Trump's um, website and you'll get all of these things that he said that in 2020, when he gets reelected, this is what he's going to do. So he's got it laid out in jobs. He's got it laid out in COVID-19. He's got it laid out what he'll do with China healthcare, just so it's just like the other platforms. So you need to know these things and you can look those both up easily um, on the websites and find out what are the high points of the things that matter to you. Because if you don't know that, then you not voting your conscience because you don't even know what you're voting for. And so that's what you should be voting for. You should be voting for the platform that resonates with you as a kingdom citizen. Now, there are things that that how you need to break this down, meaning, you know, the Bible declares there are certain things you're going to have to find out that matter to you most before you can cast a vote. And so what I've done now, this is just my model. You don't have to do it. I've done this over the years, ever since I found out about platforms and voting for what I consider to be a kingdom platform. I came up with my own. I came up with 12 things that really matter to me. You know, um, you know, some regulation on some street sign and, <laughs> you know, that, that don't really matter to me uh, to a great degree. But there are things that matter to me. And I came up with 12 of them. You don't have to have 12. 
but I came up with 12 that have to do with me. So this is only Isaac Petrie. And I, even though you don't have to adopt this system, you need to come up with something because I am not a one issue voter. Now, a lot of people are, a lot of people are just one issue voters. I feel like for a nation, for me to cast a vote on one issue when so many things have to deal with a nation, um, I'm not that kind of voter. But yeah. there are certain things that matter to me more than others. So for me, number one on my agenda of what I should vote for is I got to deal with the issue of life um, because nothing matters to me greater than the life. I wouldn't be here without being born. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. Every child has a destiny. And so anything that has to do with any pro-life movement, anything that has to do with children, the protection of children and life, I am all for it. So that's number one for me. It's not all. I got 12 of them. Number two, how, how the party deals with Israel. And the reason I put that in there is because these are all clearly biblical things, because Israel is the key to every foreign policy. Why? The Bible. Bless those that bless you. Uh, curse those that curse you. There is still a covenant of God with those children. So I look for that. Then I start looking for family issues because we are under attack yeah. and have been under attack forever when it comes to the family. So all of those issues matter to me, all, all of them. And then I go down to number four, religious liberties. Um, how I am allowed as a man of God to be unhindered and free to preach the gospel the way I want to, to say what I want to say without fear of persecution, backlash, lawsuits, without some mayor trying to regulate some governor, without me saying if something is wrong, it's hateful, with <laughs> I can make a stand and, and not be trying oh. to be sued for it. All of those things, they're crucial. Why? I'm a preacher. <laughs> Come on, man. So, so this is this is big time for me. And I preach all around the country and I say stuff that gets captured on video and all of that. And I, I can't have no backlash. Then number, <laughs> five, <laughs> then number five, I go down into social justice issues and civil rights issues. Huge for me. Why? Yeah. Because number one, as you can see, I start off top heavy with biblical things. Because why? Righteousness exalts a nation. Yeah. And so for me, I've got to weigh heavily on righteousness things first and then move on down into economy and things like that, which are down here. So social justice, civil rights, making sure equality, making sure that that the things Dr. King and all of them bled and died for are are made free to all people and and so parties that support that that upward mobility of everybody everything in an equal manner is huge to me then i have number 6 healthcare how we handle because jesus is very clear we've got to take care of the poor um we've got to take care of those that are sick we've got to be an extension of his mercy and grace. And then number seven, I've got down here, education. Education, education is crucial. 
It is crucial. I don't think people understand how crucial it is. It matters to me what system they're going to put in place. You got Christian schools, you got Christian universities, you've got private education, you've got public education. I think there needs to be a freedom in all of that and that the parents should be allowed to yes. decide where their children get educated and not, never mind. I don't want to get into the policies. And so then under that comes national security. Mm -hmm. I don't want no terrorism. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want no more 9-11s. No, sir. I don't want it. I don't I think want that's no the consensus. I don't want no more terrorist attacks. And so national security is huge to me. Foreign policy is huge to me. And then I move into economy and jobs. You say, Pastor, the economy is way down there. Yeah, <laughs> it's way down there like number nine for me because I understand it doesn't matter if you profit a man, what profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul. Mm -hmm. That we can, we should have a prosperous economy, but 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 I believe righteousness issues are over that because the Bible says that, and so and I believe if we get righteousness down, economy and the prosperity of a nation will be great. Then taxation, mm. <laughs> hey hey, look mm. here. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, man! For you to cut some big old tax checks, boy, it'll get real serious. <laughs> it'll get real serious in a minute, <laughs> boy. My oh, God, man! And it goes on down to immigration, and then it morphs on down into other things that deal with 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 etc. So now. Whenever I look at a candidate, mm -hmm. I have these 12 things in my mind that are going to determine my vote. Now, that's really good. You can't do that, though, if you are not an independent person. Because I can look you right in the camera and tell you I am not a Democrat. I am not a Republican. I am not an independent in the way of, you know, like an allegiance to a party. I am an independent, though. The person who is going to get my vote is the person that I feel like these 12 things that matter to me, they meet their criteria. Now, they might not get all 12 of them, but they got to get a majority of them. They can't just get one. They got it. Now, that's me. I'm not telling you how to do that. That's me. And so that's the system that we use in the Petrie household. And uh, and so my wife and I, we talk about these things. We, we talk about these things because we're going to have to deal with them. And if you have not learned anything, if you have not learned anything uh, in the past, surely you've learned it now that you're finding out these elections matter on a local, state, and national oh, yeah. level, on so many levels. And so it's starting to affect your life. So now that's my template. And I want to encourage everybody, get a template because this is what you should be voting for. And then read the platforms and then cast the vote of your conscience and the things you feel like 
or a kingdom consensus for you. Now, how's yours, Pastor Iron? How do you how do you do that? How do you do? Uh, uh, you know what? That that was so good and comprehensive in terms of all of those things that you listed there. I can't think of anything else I would add to mine. My approach is a little more, I guess, distilled down. I don't I, I have those 12 things in mind because, yeah. of course, you, you read about all this stuff and you, you research it. But more than anything, just to kind of give you a little little context for me. Uh, you I'm not a Republican or a Democrat, much like yourself, just like you were saying. But as a Christian, even I'm though I'm not Christian. at a party, I'm a kingdom. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm a citizen of the kingdom. So. As a citizen of the kingdom of God, as a member of the body of Christ, I do have a set of things I'm looking for. So no Christian can go into a political, um, uh, you know, into a voting booth or going to engaging in politics without already having a prescribed uh, way of thinking about that. Right. Because you're, you're a citizen of the kingdom. You're not just nothing. You're not just floating around out in space, you know, and it's just like wherever you land is where you land. No, if you're, if you're a child of God, you already have some bedrock principles by which you you live your life, right? And so, looking at your list, it's it should come as no surprise. The first part of your list is going to be all biblical things that deal with morality, that deal with God's word, that deal with what God's right. word has plainly said. We're not even talking about gray areas when you're talking right. about life and you're talking about family and marriage. These are not gray areas in Scripture. These are absolutes. And right. then when you get on down, and this is what I like to talk about, though, when you get on down into that little murky water of taxation and you get down in there where you, where you start dealing with uh, civil rights, you start dealing with uh, how to take care of the least of us and how to you know, really take care of them. And all of those things. Yeah, but give them. Because a, I forgot. I, did, I don't think I mentioned immigration. That's down there, too. When you, when you get down into the murky mm -hmm. waters of immigration and all those things, this is where. These are the things that are brought up that surprisingly a lot of Christians will hedge on the stuff at the top of your list because of something said in the middle. Right. And, mm. and, 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 a, and an understanding about it. This is, well, you know, they'll they'll even say, well, you know, I'm, I'm for life, too, but I'm, I'm for taking care of life after the womb. Right. Yeah. And they'll say, you know, you're talking about taking care of it in the womb and I'm, I'm, I'm womb to tomb. And I understand that as well. But how do you do that? And see, there is where there is well, where the first of all, you got to get here. <laughs> first of all, you got to you yeah. got to get out the womb to even worry about the tomb. Oh yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, you do. But but there are ways you can go about quote unquote taking care of people. Right. That is nothing but robbing from Peter to pay Paul. It's mm. it's no different than than you and I. You know, if if I see a, a person out there who is indigent and has needs, and I come out of my pocket. And I give that person something to to uh, eat with. I give that person something to wear. I put that person up in some place for shelter and and I'll buy their groceries or do something or other for them, which which we all do. OK, and I do that out of my own pocket. I've done something noble. I've done something that needs to be reproduced throughout all of society by all of us. We need to all have a, a bigger heart of charity and benevolence. Right. But now if your idea of taking care of that person is for you to reach into my pocket to do good. Then right. we got a problem because now your quote unquote good intentions now have been have been undermined by theft because the only way the only way you're going to do for somebody else with what belongs to me is by force.
Right. <laughs> and so it is the it is the immoral use of force that undermines any good intentions you may possibly have. And this is what happens with government. And this is what happens when we're talking about things like socialism, you know, and, right. and we're talking about the difference between it and capitalism. And, and we're talking about taxation and how our tax dollars are used. Right. You know, we 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 have a whole lot of things that for a lot of times we don't ever stop to ask questions about, you know, for example, if you know, people will say, well, you you these people who are, are right to life and so forth and so on because you're Christian. And of course, if you're a Christian and you're paying taxes and you you own a home, you're paying paying property taxes and you're 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 providing for schools to have a new parking lot and what's going on at the at, in the school district and and your 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 property taxes are, are high and they're keeping keep going up. Well mm -hmm. then why are you expected to be quiet about what's going on at that school? <laughs> why wow. are you expected to be quiet about abortion while right. you're sitting up here paying for these things and the government keeps coming to you for them? So people should have an interest into how things are being allocated in their society, because you if you go by the sound bites and like you said, and you go by what's said on the news, people are running a campaign. They're right. never going to come out there and they're never going to say really what's going on. You have to dig into that party and look at the philosophy behind what is going to be moving these people and their decisions and their choices. And once you find that out, now you have a better place to work from for what you should be voting for or against as a child of God. And so I think those 12 things that you've laid out, what all you've, you've put out there, those are things that are very big. I'm big on the economy because I believe economic freedom oh, and political freedom. Oh, I'm big on it. <laughs> oh, man, look I'm here. I'm big. I, listen, <laughs> gotta have it. And, 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 gotta, and it's like gotta this. Have gotta have, gotta have. You, you gotta have it. You gotta have, you gotta have it. People gotta have, have gotta have opportunity. Yep. And they've gotta have opportunity to, to, to pursue their own interests and their goals and, and use their use their talents and abilities, you know, like like the old uh, the old example of the lemonade stand for the little kid who goes out there and puts a lemonade 50 cent on the side of a little box with some wheels and he's in business. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I don't need government coming along saying, well, now, if you're going to do that, you got to push it back five feet from the curb. And if you're going to do that, we got to make sure that lemonade is is, is uh, registered. We got to make sure that there are regulations on right. what kind of image you're using. We got to. You know, right. no, I don't need all that. You, right. you know what I'm saying? Because. You must unleash the entrepreneurial spirit of people. And so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm always concerned about the economy, because economic freedom and political freedom, they go hand in hand. They Absolutely. really do go hand in hand. And so that's, that's just a quick little spiel. Uh, but I'm very much on the same page with you with those things that you listed. That's why I'm not going into that, because as a child of God, we, we speak the same things. We see the same things. We, we've read the Bible. We know where we stand on those big issues. It's those other issues that I think sometimes needs a little bit further education for people because if they're not careful, they'll give away so much <laughs> before you and know it. Whether they know oh, it or not, they're affected oh, by God, it. Oh, now, God, yes. Now, as we get ready to bring this to a close, um, listen, I want to challenge you. You don't have to have 12 things. And for those of you that might have came late, I, I just kind of gave a template on what you should vote for and what you should be voting for is a platform. You should be voting for policies that the candidates say they are going to in 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 um, that they're going to which which is their agenda to enact once they get in office. So now going back to that, you have to be. And this is where this is my challenge to Christian people. You have to be 
more loyal to the kingdom than anything. Absolutely. The only way you're going to be able to see this right is you got to come out of being pressured by your family, being pressured by your race, being pressured by your friends, being pressured by where you live, being pressured. Don't let anything pressure you except the kingdom. You're under kingdom pressure. You're not under people pressure. Mm-hmm. And this is the way every Christian should vote. And I know every Christian doesn't do that because the, the elephant in the room is, is if you are black or African-American. I mean, Joe Biden let the elephant out the, out the room. He, he didn't even let stand around. He said, <laughs> yeah. If you don't vote for me, then you, you're not black. Meaning that over 90 percent, if you are black, whether you are a preacher, an apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, teacher, singer, worshiper, an upstanding husband, a devoted wife or whatever, then you are expected to think one way politically. And that can't be questioned. You, you, I mean, this is the way you got to roll or there is extreme backlash pressure and all of those things because they have branded the Republican Party racist. And that and, and, and people have gotten to the point where they feel like if they throw that race thing up, mm-hmm. it just trumps everything. It shuts everything down. Racist is supposed to be the end of it. You racist. Yeah. OK, well, there ain't nothing else. To say. You racist. Well, then it means like, <laughs> you racist. That's the way of shutting down any yeah. intelligent conversation, any looking into anything else. Racist, racist, racist. But I'm old enough to remember where um, um, George W. Bush was a racist. Yeah. You know, Katrina hit and um, and all of a sudden he's a racist. And McCain was a racist. Then Romney was a racist. (laughs) And now Trump's a racist, which means if you're a Republican (laughs) or you running for a Republican, Mm -hmm. whatever, you're going to have to deal with being branded a racist, 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 racist. Now, I'm not here to debate whether these people are racist or not. I am simply saying, if you are African-American, you cannot let that threat stop you from peering into parties and peering into platforms and getting an educated, um, um, informative view on what you are doing. And I want to encourage everybody, black, white, yellow, whatever, you're, don't let anything pressure you outside of the word of God and your conscience, because you're going to have to stand before God for the way you voted. Nobody else is going to be there and the things you supported. And you know God's dealings with your heart. That's why when you go in the voting booth, ain't nobody else in there. (laughs) It ain't just you and that little pencil. (laughs) (laughs) Or you and that machine or however y'all vote that, you know, and so go in with a clear kingdom conscious, not pressured by all of the hoopla, read the platforms in some degree, come up with a system of things. They don't have to be 12, they could be six, they could be five, they could be three, that really matter to you before God and you go in there and you plant your seed into the destiny of this nation, because that's what you are doing. And so that's what you should be voting for. You yeah. should be voting for the platform that that mirrors your consciousness as a kingdom citizen 
and then don't even worry about the rest. It's nobody else's business. Now, we could even come on here and try to push you into certain things. And I know a lot of people would probably like for us to do that, but we're not doing that. We're not going to do it. You're going to have to go watch somebody else for that because I respect people and none of us have the right to try to violate another person's will. But what we can do is try to give you the knowledge to make a quality decision. Even Jesus said the sower sows the word. Jesus can't make you obey it. He's not going to try to make you obey it, That's but right. he give you the word and then you make a decision whether you are going to follow the word or not. That's how we've done in our church. And we don't have all that drama in our church because we this is our system. This is the way we do. We educate the people. We put the platforms up and say, this is what this one stands for. This is what that one stands for. And then you um, vote on who you feel like uh, is a kingdom choice. And if they say, well, pastor, who are you voting for? I'll show tell them. <laughs> I'm not telling you who to vote for, but I will tell you who I'm voting for. <laughs> Based on my 12 things. And that's all that matters. That way it can be male, female. It can be a black person, a white person. It can be a Democrat or a Republican or an independent or a green yeah. party or whatever party. <laughs> I'm going with the person <laughs> that rolls with my vision for the destiny of a nation um, as it lines up with the kingdom and the word of God. So listen, uh, that's what I'm what we're going to deal with. I'm going to look down my feed and see if I see any questions real quick, um, because um, I see some uh, some OK questions. Do you feel like starting with the kingdom and then moving to personal issues is right? If you're going kingdom, you trust God for all. OK, yeah, I like that. I like that. I do. Tawana. I feel like you should start with the kingdom and move on to personal. And what she's saying is I might feel a personal way or there might be things that I'm impacted by on a more personal um, way. But I feel like my a kingdom view for a nation and what God is doing on a bigger picture is more important than the things that might impact me personally at the time. If it is kingdom that is determining that, then yes, absolutely. Yes. I feel like you've got the right system set up because if you seek first the kingdom, God will add all things to your life. And so, yeah, that's a good question, Tawana. I thank you. Uh, that's so sad. Election commission years ago, I saw such corruption. Yeah. Unfortunately, you're going to have to deal with corruption. You're going to have to deal with corruption. Um, and, uh, and so I don't think I see another question. I don't have one thrown to me yet. But um, but anyway, we're going to let y'all go because, yeah, remember, people fought and died for your freedom to vote. Absolutely. So you got to vote. You got to vote, especially especially if you're people of God. You got to do it, period. But especially if you're people of God, we appreciate y'all share this information because this is the type of clarity that needs to be out. Um, awesome that certain preachers speak up against God's righteousness in politics. Many pastors stay eerily quiet about it, and it will meet, lead many astray. I agree with you, Paul. But like I said, a lot of people don't talk about this, especially pastors, because they're, uh, I'm transparent with my congregation. 
I mean, we 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 talk about this all the time. And like I said, I've been in political action committees. And so I've been involved and we don't demonize people, you know, um, in that, you know, we we don't tell folks if you if you vote this way, you, you're going to hell or or, you know, you should be ashamed of you. You can't do that. And pastors are fearful because they're fearful of the backlash of their congregation. But you just got to teach your church. You got to teach them. Yeah, just, that's, that's being a shepherd, man. You, you, you yeah, can't you can't you run from this. Got to be a shepherd. You run from this. You got to be a good shepherd. You got to put the things out there for your congregation. And um, and if you don't want to talk about it, you can do it, you know, in an in a group setting or a life class or or if you say my church is doing fine, we don't even need to deal with it. I just tell them, go vote. That's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine, too. No, no, no problem with it whatsoever. Just as long as you stick with kingdom concepts, because the truth of the matter is, if if the preacher has been preaching the gospel, the people ought to know out of mode anyway yeah. uh, just by what is being preached in the word of god and oh, so man. listen thank you so much we fixed go hey go there's, ahead. there's one thing before you close i want to bring up because this is something that i think is much bigger than people uh, are willing to realize and it's also bleeding over into politics as well uh and that is uh sex trafficking and i know people 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 may not want to, you know, this may sound a little off the beaten path for a lot of people, but uh, this is big. And it's Wait not. A minute. OK, Bruh, you have no idea what you're talking about next week. I mean, you just how when I say you have no idea. what I, you, I got no, I got, you, I got you. you have no idea how on it you are. Listen to me, everybody that's still left on here. Please join us next week. I'm going to be out of town at a conference, but I'm going to find a way to do kingdom conversations um, because what you didn't know, bro, is we're going to put a pause on politics and just come back to it probably a couple of weeks before the election, because I'm going to talk about what is happening in this whole sexual culture. What you're talking about, human trafficking, pedophilia, they are coming for our kids. Um, there is a systematic, and I'm telling you, you can see it coming from a mile away, that they are coming for the whole life and dignity of human dignity and sexuality and morality. And all the way down from pedophilia that's starting to eke its way in all the way to, like he said, sex trafficking is huge. And being able to tackle all of this, we're going to be talking about all of these situations for the next few weeks on Kingdom Conversations, because some things need to be said about the whole over-sexualized culture that we're dealing with. And I don't know why, as the church, we're so silent about it. And so we're, we're going to tackle that. So for you to bring that up at the end, of the broadcast, which is what I was literally going to close the broadcast with, is a confirmation from God on high. So yeah. make sure you join us for the next few weeks as we tackle all of these situations involving the whole perversion that's, that's coming into this earth and into this nation 
that we're going to have to stand up and deal with as the church. So you got me so excited. I just cut you off. I'm sorry. Yeah, No, 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 no. I understand that. And I'll I'll wait and we can get off into it on the next uh, podcast more in depth. But I just wanted to to leave the impression on people that whether you see it in that platform or not, it's on the ballot. And I'm telling you, like I've said to people, you have to recognize you're voting for two different directions and identities of a nation who we're going to be, what we're going to tolerate, what we're going to do. And uh, it's much bigger than people know. It's not just something that's happening uh, on the streets to poor, low income people whose children may be wayward in the street and they're getting snatched up. No, this is happening and it's big. I I wanted to leave this one thing with you and then I'll 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 jump off of it um, and wait till next next time. But I was looking at some data from an organization called the Walk Free International Human Rights Organization. Now, their last um, uh, dependable data was from 2016, uh, and they have it on their site. That's, once again, the Walk Free International Human Rights Organization. And they estimate that on any given day around the world, 40 million men, women and children will be victims of slavery. Wow. And this is this this is so much bigger. And that's why I say it's in politics, whether people know it or not. You, when you cast your vote, you're going to be voting for things that are that will reverberate throughout our society socially. And I just want us to be aware of it. And so talking about it next, Amazing. next will be right up my alley because, you know, being a father, having a little girl, having a little boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have my ears have been perked up like a Doberman pincher. They're coming <laughs> for our kids, man. Uh, look, for it's serious business. It's and, serious business. And we're gonna we're gonna meet them at the battlefront. All right. Listen, Absolutely. God bless y'all. Thank you so much. We'll see y'all next week for more Kingdom Conversations. Be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.